podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. In St Mary's Roman Catholic Church Hall in the Carlton in Glasgow, the Celtic Football Club was formally constituted by Brother Walfred on the 6th of November 1887. The main objective of founding Celtic was to supply the East End conferences of the St Vincent de Paul Society with funds for the maintenance of the dinner tables of our needy children in the missions of St Mary's, Sacred Heart and St Michael's. The hall that became the birthplace of Celtic has since been demolished but the church still stands and was the venue for the funerals of Celtic legends Tommy Burns, Bertie Auld and Stevie Chalmers. Celtic also celebrated their 125th year with an anniversary mass at St Mary's, which is now the venue of what has become an annual celebration. And in 2021, Glasgow's and Gortomor memorial statue was unveiled outside St Mary's. Anyone visiting St Mary's will realise... Well, the word grand and large are, are very much what springs to mind. Um, the sheer capacity of the church um, signifies the large number of Irish people that settled here. The first parish priest of St Mary's was um, was actually from the north of Scotland, um, Father Forbes, but he went to Ireland to raise money to build a church for the Irish and he was away a year and after a year of fundraising Ireland he back with enough money to build St Mary's not only build it but to have it consecrated the day it was open and you can't consecrate a church until it's bought and paid for so that shows you that even the, 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 the Irish who remained in the homeland were very much keen that the, 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 the Irish who came here um, were, were cared for and What's important in St Mary's is that not many people know this, but 
We have two of the very first post-Reformation bishops buried in the crypt here, and we have um, 14 priests who, in that sense, had died of cholera and typhoid, caring for the sick and the poor. So the Irish who came here under the, the circumstances of the, the Ngorta Moor, the Great Hunger, and some people passionately get um, upset when used the word Irish famine. Um, there was no... Um, there was the, the blight, but it was through political and, and neglect of the state that these, these people were, were forced to go into what was rightly referred to earlier as coffin ships. And then indeed, when the Irish got here, they were not made welcome. We have here, commemorating um, the Irish famine, this piece of work from Peter Housen and I think like the Irish famine memorial outside it it's a thing of beauty but captures the anguish and the horror as well and it conveys and serves here it's on loan to St Mary's but it represents I suppose from round about that that crowd of despair and misery I think a, a, a beacon of hope which Brother Wolfred who was serving here in the parish as the deputy head at the time um, had decided that we needed to respond to the needs of these starving wains. And I suppose the, the meals for children, to help out the children of this parish and of Sacred Heart and St Michael's, I suppose the, the notion to provide food for the children was to, to begin with the most vulnerable and the most needy. And um, Brother Wolfred, I suppose he's, he's iconic to the response of the, the, the Catholic community here to, to, to feed the poor, to feed the neglected but there would have been lots of others who were there but Wolfred and I think fittingly is, 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 I suppose is, is, is the figurehead of a movement of a community to respond to those in need and I would like to see responding to those in need is still at the core of what Celtic stands for um, our issues off the pitch are as important as our issues on the pitch and there are words like you know, like no other club and things like that and we talk about the Celtic way and state of mind and I think these are very very important that I think a lot of people who are so passionate about Celtic wouldn't be so passionate if we didn't take the cause of our neighbour to heart there have been I suppose many iconic moments I would call iconic where Celtic and its place of birth have reconnected and one of them was the 125 Mass that was celebrated and indeed the 125 victory the next day um, against Barcelona and that celebration made me decide to um, change the normal response I give to a question when people say is there a plaque to commemorate the founding of Celtic um, I suppose we didn't do it in half measures and we decided to have commissioned a mosaic as you come in the door. Um, I suppose doorways can be symbolic of beginnings and entering. This doorway is the beginning of the Celtic story. So we commissioned this mosaic here and the inscription round the side in a sort of Celtic script says, to the greater glory of God and in honour of our blessed mother, commemorating the founding of the Celtic Football Club in this parish church of St Mary's Calton. I suppose that just says what's on the tin. But if you look a bit deeper, there's two things of significance. 
We had the Mosaic commissioned in Palestine. Um, I've visited Palestine and have um, personally an affinity and a support for the cause of the people of Palestine and was impressed by the the craftsmen there who labour in the Mosaic industry. So it was important that they be be used and got the, the peace commissioned in Palestine but what's more symbolic to me is all the stones in this mosaic come from the Holy Land. If you look at the the kind of red stone, that's typical of Bethlehem, the place of their Lord's birth. The yellow or beige stone is is from Jerusalem, the place of our Lord's death. And the black stone is um, from Cana, where Jesus probably performed my favourite miracle of all, turning the water into wine. Um, but the iconography of the, the mosaic itself is very important. We can see in the each corner there's a set of hands, and one's very simple, it's a priest's hands. There's two hands offering the bread and wine, which is one cornerstone of, of the club. It's, it was founded by people of faith to address charitable needs. But if you look at the other corner, there is the... It's actually two different sets of hands. It symbolises the hands of sharing, hands of friendship, hands of help and outreach. And if you look just beyond the bread, there's the old 1D, the symbol of the, the penny. That's the penny meals which Celtic was founded for. So we have, I suppose, the, the cornerstones in, in my consideration of the faith and the, the origins of the club is, um, is both, um, is, isn't it, it's faith, family, football. And then... The, the Celtic Cross. Most of us will remember when that was restored to the jerseys for 1988, the, the centenary year, and how the, the, the Celtic played with the, the, the cross and then at the heart, the clover, and 1888. I'm very proud of this mosaic and I think it rightly um, serves as a visual aid to remember people with, uh, what is an important part, um, albeit a foundational part of the club's history. I've been here in well, I've been St Mary's for 19 years now. Um, born and brought up, I say the Far East from Carmyle. Um But um, I've always been aware of tensions that surround parades or marches. Um, when I first came to St Mary's in 2002, um, the first summers there, I was with the late Monsignor Smith, God rest him, and we were really surprised the first time a march passed St Mary's because essentially what happened was the march came stopped outside the church and abuse was hurled and indeed um, the, the the doorstep and, and the doors and the windows were um, festooned by spittle um, and Monsignor Smith took a, a brave campaign with the Strathclyde Police at the time. There was Chief and Chief Constable Orr, and there was a review, and there was a revision into what would happen in in, in marches. However, uh, I suppose my experience and my my certain degree of passiveness changed um, in 2018. We're celebrating in my the, my other church at the other end of the Calton as the vigil mass was coming out uh, an orange march was passing by and at that point the church is a bit of a bottleneck 
and, uh, and Catholics are very good at getting out of chapel. So there was no way I was getting back in to the church because of the, the crowds um, there. And uh, at that point, I became aware that I was being spat upon. And indeed, at that point, someone who was um, accompanying the march, so to speak, had one of these batons they used and was attempting to strike me with it. But eventually the, the march was sort of moved on and at that point I'd been conscious that I'd been spat upon. In fact, um, at one point I was spat in my eye um, and I think you just become, become a wee bit embarrassed and um, I think sometimes with priests you like to just be strong and I didn't make much of a fuss about it but it was reported to the police and the police came to that night and asked to, to have an account of what happened and so I just explained to them and indeed I wasn't the only one that was being um, abused at and, and shouted at um, that night there was many parishioners were scurrying away um, but it, it inspired that the, eventually someone was um, convicted for spitting uh, on me but I was led to believe there was about 24 different samples of DNA on my vestments um, but only one reached a certain bar of, of, of being able to prosecute or was identifiable um, the, the great defence is that these people don't um, are, are not part of the orange order they're, they're, they're stragglers on the actual man who was convicted <laughs> plays in their bands it just didn't seem what happened to be in uniform that, that night um, and it's it, it's sad and, and what frightens me more and what sticks in my memory most about that night was actually there was a a, a child who was a little more, more than a toddler that was laughing and, and being encouraged to shout as well and it makes you think in 20 years since I first came here nothing's really changed and and is it going to change? There's and it, it needs to be addressed but as long as we're using words like parade and not identifying what these, these marches are truly about and it's about the suppression of, of, of a population it's about suppression of a people it's about hatred of people's religion and their, their identity and, it, and it's primarily focused in towards Irish Catholics and you know slogans of we are the people it sums it all up You might recall it was not long after Wee Bertie's funeral took place here that we first met and um, it was in anticipation of your, your 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 fundraising campaign, and when I understood that St Mary's would be a beneficiary of that, I was I was delighted um, on several fronts. I think one of the motivating factors for yourself engaging with me was that you had to come to realise that St Mary's gets no external help or assistance, and it's very much dependent on the generosity of the, the, the folk in the Calton and those who, who attend and almost two years into the pandemic um, the parish was in um, um, let's just say courting a, disa a, a, a disastrous situation um, 
the money raised has been truly transformative. Um, it, it, it certainly is giving us a, a safety net. Um, does mitigate against the, the 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 costs everyone is experiencing rising just now. Um, but it certainly helped us fund the, the fabric of this place. It's taken us from, to be honest, debt back into the black, um, which is fantastic. But it also gives us scope to continue to try and do good work in the area for folk. The the poverty that existed in this area when Brother Walfrid and Celtic were founded does exist. It's got a slightly different face. It, it finds its face in drug abuse, prostitution, um, neglect, isolation, and there are there are good parishioners here who associate with the parish and endeavour to do good work. We even we host um, it's asylum seekers who were unaccompanied whose parents have have died and have found themselves in this country and that's work that goes on in the background discreetly um, and I'm delighted at that I would probably also share with you personally what you, you, the outreach from Celtic State of Mind made for me I probably was in a fairly dark place um, the only real time I'd been going out during the pandemic was to celebrate yet another funeral. I think over 160 COVID funerals and 200 more funerals, um, including the lost my own father. And to, the, the outreach from Celtic State of Mind that came from nowhere really lifted my spirits because in... Big masses like say Bertie's funeral, one two five mass, and all those things. And this church is is a great it's a, it's a, it's a great theatre almost for these great events. But when the show moves out of town, you, you can be very much on your own. And to to think that the 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 supporters of Celtic State of Mind um, took a pause, stopped to think, and made that outreach. Um, means a tremendous amount to me personally, just on a very human level, um, because you know I often I don't worry about finance because I always say it's God's house; He needs to look after it. But at times you do get worried, and then at times you have hopes and aspirations. You know, I'd love to build a new hall that to commemorate, you know, where Brother Alfred started and the community get together. And those those dreams and aspirations were were all but dead in the water. And the fantastic response with Celtic State of Mind has has been transformative, and I would like to just convey that to all those who are listening to the podcast um, um, from heart. A profound thank you. In December 2021, a Celtic State of Mind hosted a charity weekender and invited other Celtic podcasts to get involved. They came in their numbers and included Endless Celts, Celtic Down Under, The Celic, The Thunder. Celtic Shared, Celtic Supporters Podcast, 67 Hail Hail, The Unrestricted View, The Patriot Game, I'm Frank and He's Tommy, The Huddle Breakdown, The Celtic Exchange, Electronic Tims, Glasgow is Green and Four Tims in a Pod. 
We also had special guests Tony Curran and Jerry McCabe and the total raised was almost £29,000. We'd love to extend a huge thank you to everyone who got involved and everyone who donated. The whole ethos of Celtic Football Club is based on community and charity and it was a stark reminder in these dark, dark times that when the Celtic fans pulled together, we certainly are a fan base like no other. phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. This week on The Marketer's Report, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, direct-to-consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on building trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy, and we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. As the number one audio company, iHeart Media gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Network.